millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap. Sorry we're late. Hey, sorry. The number one Bachelor recap podcast. Sorry. A little weather delay. Number one Bachelor recap podcast hosted by Mel and Rachel, best friend duo. Uh, yes, a little weather delay. We're here. I'm sure the demand for people discussing a four-day-old goat recap is just ravenous. <laughs> people really want to hear. People want to really want to hear a recap of that. Uh, AB, Jason Mesnick season. What'd you think of the episode? When you got power back. People... Feel, AB listen, lost power, okay? I don't feel like you're giving enough time. I know. To what happened in our hometown, where, where we grew up, born and raised. It's really legitimately Not born, not born though, for either Neither of us. Neither of us were born. <laughs> Neither of us. I don't know why <laughs> I said born, or, born We were raised, though. Raised. Yeah. Raised. <laughs> born, you said born We were not. Raised. Neither of us. I said that, and I'm like, wait a second. Rim was born yeah. in Arkansas. And then I thought, wait a second. I, I wasn't born there either. It was the third place I lived. It wasn't the second place. It was the third. But I was I was most raised of our there, years. Most of my life, I was we we grew up in Cedar Rapids, and it got devastated by a hurricane. Okay, I'm not going to call it whatever the thing they call it. It's it was a hurricane, Rim. Listen, I don't want to start so somber, AB, but it's true. I feel like a lot of our listeners have no idea, right? No idea. No idea what's going because on. Because in any other time, in any other time, it would be a national news story, like it was when the flood hit that town more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It is not registering on the national. No. It's not. There's that's, too many other things going on. That's why I don't want us to skip over what has happened no, in our hometown, Rim. Very sad. Every other tree in the city of almost a quarter million people metro snapped in half. 100-year-old trees, gone. Power's out. We'll be out for weeks. The, the power is still out. And power's this still was, out. what, four days ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was Monday. The people, they, my dad had to drive an hour plus to get gas. Everyone has to leave, everyone drive des- for an hour to get gas. Everyone describes it as a war zone that's there. It looked like, the pictures look like uh, the new War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. Absolutely. We're bumming people out, AB. L- listen. They need to know, Rim. They need to know. People need to know this what's going just on. Rim and they, need, dilly dally. they need yeah. help in our hometown, Rim. That's, That's the true. thing. That's the thing That's I'm true. trying to get out of this. They need help. Uh, I don't know how people can donate. I tried to look up how you could donate. Yeah. There's not good leadership 
right now with no one uh, has the internet to start a GoFundMe. Yeah, there's, there's, no, nothing, there's, no there's electricity. nothing going on. I texted uh, one of our buddies to ask him, and he said the Salvation Army might be the only place right now. Um, so if you're looking to help, that'd be a way. We'll find uh, something to I'm put gonna in, try the, to figure in the bio. We're going to try to find something and, and yeah. figure out how people can donate. But look up what happened in it's Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Crazy. For real. It's crazy. The pictures are nuts. The pictures are crazy. This is our hometown. It's just the the part of town we grew up in too. Devastated is known for trees, huge old trees. All the neighborhoods yeah. have big old trees, and those are just all gone. I did not expect to start this off like this. Well, what do you want us to do, Rim? I'm, I don't know. Our, I'm our parents I'm are probably down. still sitting there without power right now. <laughs> they are. You just want us to go on with our podcast and not mention. Our, I know. Our, it's our, a bummer. Our, it's a bummer. Sorry, we bummed everybody out. I'm hoping to go in this weekend. I just got a test for the coronavirus. You heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> you heard about this? I got a test. So next week you might have more on the ground information for us even. We'll they see. won't have power still. I know. That's fine. Well, first off, the Kennedys. We got generators. Yeah. Uh, hey. Prayers for Cedar Rapids. Anyways. Yes. Back to this. There's no goat episode next week because of the DNC. There is, you want however, us to an do a DNC podcast. That would be. There's a lot of. There's a lot to chew on there. There's uh There is an episode of Holy Moly on Monday, <laughs> so tune in for that. Anyway, we got to hurry up because I want to watch Holy Moly tonight. Okay, let's go. What'd you think of this goat episode? AB Jason Mesnick, man who lives in infamy, the OG Ari, the OG Peter. Is that what people think about him? Is that what you think? I th- of him? No, I love the guy. Huge fan. Okay. Um, I thought it was the most boring episode yet by far. Yep. In fact, uh, I looked at Kendall. We were watching it last night and she had stopped watching. She like turned over and was Oof. just messing with her phone the entire time. Wasn't looking at all. And I said, I don't want to watch this anymore. Now, <laughs> now, All right. full disclosure, I kept watching and the last like 20 minutes was some of the best content that they yes. put out with the ghost goat episode. The the aftermath of the season, including the after the final rose period, that was gripping television, something I I almost considered going and just watching that whole episode. I just didn't have time yet. Um, gripping is the right way to put it. That seemed that was incredible. What was happening there. But the rest of it, the rest of the season, no thank you. It was a regular season. It yeah. was a regular season. We rag on the production all the time. This was a master stroke. Mm-hmm. To have them come back to film a breakup and then immediately have him talk to the person who he... I can't believe it. I can't, I can't believe that happened. I can't what believe what happened because it was so good. I can't believe what happened happened there. It was incredible. <laughs> and this was not a man who he was not Peter. He was not an immature like flying by the seat of his pants. He was very considerate in everything he was doing. Yeah. So to see him do that, knowing how bad it was, how bad what he was doing was gripping, crazy. Okay, Jason Mesnick season the goat. I'm going to do most of the talking like there's no one here on these goat episodes, unfortunately, trying to make chicken salad out of goat. Did I make that joke yet? Have I made that joke? Can <laughs> no. Rimini be make chicken salad out of this goat meat? <laughs> Here's my opinion on Jason overall. 
Really mature guy. Absolutely there for the right reasons. No scuzz, not a hint of scuzz anywhere to be found. Can you, can you answer for me? Maybe they touched on this last night. What? What's his backstory? Single dad his, is the. Did they, were they married and got divorced? Yeah, they did got they divorced. get divorced. Is yeah. that just? It's just a normal divorce situation. Normal divorce situation. No uh, tragedy as far. That's they what I was barely, wondering. They almost didn't touch on her at all. Tragedy going on, and the the fact that they didn't mention that, I figured it was just a normal situation. So if there's a tragedy, sure. you can bet they would have milked it, okay. and they didn't even. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything here. No. A little boring. Jason was a little boring, okay, but that's fine. Totally sincere, and he wasn't, like, schmaltzy or self-serious about it. He talked to everyone. Like, I feel like he would have talked to the women he met in real life. Usually, their first conversations were about, you sure you want to get with a single dad? (laughs) So they would get that out of the way early. He was not... He's a freaking dad, a recently divorced dad, so he's not, like... Thick with the flirtation. He's not like he just doesn't have game. game. He's got no game. <laughs> no game. <laughs> no game. But you know, he's a good, good guy. I like Jason. Uh, he's got a three-year-old son at the time. Ty. His bachelor backstory is that Diana, the previous season's bachelorette, rejected him on the final day. Let him get down on one knee. Yeah, I saw that. They showed that she let him get down on one knee and base and ask the question right. Pretty yes. close. To, did he ask full her to marry? On, yeah. <laughs> that I'm pretty was sure too, it was a full-on proposal. Too far. <laughs> Very. I would love, I'm going to make a list for. of bachelorettes who let that happen, who let him get down on one knee. <laughs> That's uncalled for. But now, you know, he's been rewarded with being the bachelor. Yeah. Single dad with the opportunity to meet 25 beautiful white women. Just an opportunity <laughs> you don't get You don't get very often. That's just, uh, that's just, I didn't run the numbers. That's a joke, but. Anything on the intros, Jason background, anything like that? Or you want to go to the limo entrances? Let's move on. Yeah. AB's last text to me when we were, when it was time to record was, what'd you say? I got no notes here, Rick. Something real. (laughs) I said bad. I think I said (laughs) bad bad notes, all caps. I said, fine, listen, we got to do it. (laughs) Limo entrances. Jason was a big, you might not have picked up on this. Cheek kisses exclusively everyone got cheek kisses meeting him upon departing a conversation cheek kisses everywhere i'm not sure i've ever given i'm not i've definitely never initiated a cheek kiss <laughs> i might have been forced to participate in one but he was cheek kisses exclusively was very, that was very cheek a, kisses are regional rim Everybody yes, knows a, that's that. True. <laughs> and, that's and it's not. She kisses her. It's not a Midwest <laughs> thing. So we don't get it. No. No, big hugs. Big hugs. Giant hugs in the Midwest. Bear hugs. Cheek kisses? No. Can you imagine cheek kissing someone? I can't. Even... <laughs> I can't. I, I can not. <laughs> it was, that's why I noticed it, because I don't do it. Uh, a lot of moms in the cast. I think four, at least. Oh, okay. That we know of. And different from other seasons, um, they mention this right away in the limo entrances or their first conversation. You could, you might as well. And it's not as if... Well, he's the sing- he's a single dad, so it's not going to be really like a... It's not, not going to be a situation where the bachelor might not want to be a step-parent at that stage in their life. Because uh, yeah. he already is a parent, so you've got to assume that doesn't matter. In fact, some would say that'd be a, it'd be a positive. It'd be a leg up on their other, the rest of the competition to have a kid. 
I would think. I it, it there was one person in particular where that was almost the basis of their relationship with was them both being parents. Um, Jillian, the hot dog toppings bit. Not a lot of future Instagram influencers are cooking up a dozen hot dogs on night one, so that was a little different. <laughs> yeah. And judging him based on condiment choices. That's all I have for night. Well, I've I have one other thing. Do Not you have any questions there. about the limo? No. They didn't show. This is the first time they ever did the ballot box. Now get this. There was a lot of kinks to work out. The ballot box. <laughs> okay. He said, each of you must write down the name of one woman. The woman with the most votes will be leaving us tonight. Okay. That is a clear cut leaving. The person with the most votes is Leaves. leaving. Yeah. The, the, what you just said there is as clear as day. Can't debate what I said. <laughs> So a woman named Megan got the most votes. And then Chris says, what you didn't know was, (laughs) what you didn't know was the person with the most votes will be leaving with a rose tonight. That is not fair and not, you lied. (laughs) You lied. That was complete false pretenses. So Megan got a rose. What you didn't know because (laughs) I I didn't, because I told you something different. Yeah. Like, Chris, you something different. dirty dog. <laughs> it was a lie. It was a lie. The whole thing was a joke. And it made no sense because Jason didn't choose. This was night one. Okay. Jason didn't choose to give her a rose. This was Megan that they. This is Megan. A, just to reiterate, this is someone they think is there for the wrong reasons is who gets. They these. didn't. That wasn't specified. What are they voting? Good question. Just who should leave? A lot leave? of people voted. Yeah. Basically, who should leave? So a lot of people were voting for someone they liked the least. A lot of people were voting for people they thought were a threat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you might vote the top dog out. So people were voting for different things. It's an absurd. It's a waste of time. And then Jason had to give her a rose, even though he had nothing to do with the selection. (laughs) It was bad. Okay, moving on. More in depth with some of the women. Okay, we got Naomi. She was uh, there was two categories of contestants as far as I was concerned. Mm hmm. Guy's a dad. So you've got people that are cool and could, I sound like a dork saying cool, but people that could be (laughs) potential mates and then people that could be potential mates and are prepared to be instant mothers. Sure. And that's a much smaller group and makes it easier to whittle down. So Naomi was great. She made it to hometowns, but I don't think he ever considered her as a viable option because there's only a handful of people there who he has a connection with and could be moms tomorrow. Yeah. Great point. Lauren uh, started off great, quickly turned bad. What's going on here? Wildly overconfident. She was demanding roses. It's totally out of line. How? Totally <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? And then, <laughs> and then she didn't get it on that group date. The next cocktail party, and you'd think, okay, she's had some time. Let to me like, chill. Let what me, did I do wrong? Let me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let me let me chill out a little bit on the demanding of the roses. <laughs> then I don't know if she said this on the goat or not, but she was like, they were talking to the cocktail party. She admonishes him for not giving the rose, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm, "That's I'm not going to do that. It was rude what you did." <laughs> and then she goes, "You want to kiss? You want to kiss me? Just kiss me. Let's get it over with." And he was like, "I am not interested in kissing you, actually." <laughs> and then, but then they kiss. It was she was not. I have a question about the kisses, Rim. Are you going to ask about how he would always put his hand on the chin? No, they seemed a little raunchier back in the day. Were the kisses raunchier? Oh, 
Maybe the camera work made it I, I seem raunchier. So. It's the camera work. Okay. It's big cl- close-ups. Yeah. yeah. You could see... I don't think it was raunchy. <laughs> you could see inside the mouths, pretty much. I'm going to have to run the tape on that. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> for the next that. episode, just pay close attention to see if the kisses seem a little different back in the day. You're telling me that Jason Mesnick was more aggressive in his makeout sessions than Nick Vile? I don't know. Well, not, maybe not Nick Vile, but... I don't know. I didn't notice that. I thought the camera work was distasteful, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what I'm asking you close. is if, this was the over, if that's always the case back in the day, just worse camera work. I don't know. Okay. Probably. I noticed that the camera was close. I don't think the kisses were distasteful. The camera work was. Okay. That's where we'll look okay. at, I think. A little bit of tie. There was a portion where they showed in a commercial bumper a little bit of tie, and then just a classic Chris dad joke comes back to him and he says, Joshua, there was a time when you were that small. I mean, everyone who was once that small and makes it to adulthood. Silly. The thing uh, with not- the Josh thing, it hasn't made me smile once. I don't even understand <laughs> why that's a thing. Listen, I saw on Instagram, Chris just dropped him off at college and it took the picture in the dorm, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, you know what? I feel good that they had this these goat episodes. Sure, it, it like warmed my heart yeah. in <laughs> retrospect. But I at like the time, the while I'm watching this, I don't. I care. like the concept, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Add, it's nothing to add to the the shows. There's nothing there. He needs to talk. He needs to like give his dad not, guff or something. Yeah, there's not enough Josh. If anything, if you're gonna make him a bit character. <laughs> yeah. Then let the kid say some stuff. Raz Chris a little bit. We can't believe we're saying this, but agreed. We need more Josh. We need either no Josh, <laughs> no or Josh, way or more, more Josh. Josh. Yeah, yeah. Josh needs to be like, Dad. You can't say that these days. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That type of stuff. Yep. Or rolling big eye rolls from Josh yeah. when yeah. his dad embarrasses him. We need like vertical video selfie video of Josh. Like, all right, like giving up. It's like, <laughs> yeah. guys, Dad's tripping. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He keeps saying Can't man drama. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if we're skipping ahead, but we're doing it. Stephanie segment. This was the character who. She has the daughter. She has a daughter. That was their main. And she's his age. Most of these women were in their mid early 20s. She was 34 at the time. I think Jason was 33, 34. So they had a connection on that level. And of course, being parents. Her husband died in a plane crash when her daughter was 10 weeks old. Holy cow. Emily Maynard type backstory. They also showed there was a date. The first one-on-one date with Stephanie happened to be on her daughter's birthday. So Jason surprised her with her daughter, flew her in from Alabama, which normally would be an insane yeah. thing for the bachelor to do but the guy's a dad so it's he's not again he's not trying out to be a dad yeah yep. so i liked it what did you make of this segment was that when they went to the amusement park in the beach yes beach and then had great. legoland all to themselves that was great he was great with the daughter obviously he's a dad um incredible scene they seemed like they had a great connection too but it seems like you're saying it was just a yeah. parent connection, which I don't know, might be enough in some circumstances, but of course, in the bachelor world, if that's all you got is that and you don't have the other 
you know, the, the heat and the, you know, the connection, the heat, the heat period. <laughs> they didn't have the heat. They didn't kiss on that. Yeah, day. If you don't have that, the heat or the, you know, the, the connection isn't there on top of that. You're probably not going to win. So no, they went really slow. They went how people in their situations would move in real life. Sure. So Understandable. She's too slow for the bachelor. Seemed like a great, great person though. Um, her Zoom segment. Do you have anything on this? I'll say her dwelling looked exactly like I thought it would. Knowing what I know about Stephanie, she was she reminded me a lot of like Patricia on Southern Charm. You probably don't watch I that don't show. Watch that show. <laughs> people will get that. Just a very kind of ladylike in comparison to some oh, of the other okay. people on uh, the cast. What'd you think? Do you get? Do you glean anything from that other than the obvious, which was Chris playing matchmaker for fifteen year olds? No, that was weird. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Nothing else to say about that? Don't really need to talk about that, no. (laughs) It makes you feel icky. Yeah. Uh, The best hometown of the season, the best scene of the season, aside from after the final rose, was easily Naomi's hometown. What do you have on this? This was the hula hoops, the mom talking about reincarnation, the funeral for the dove, (laughs) A.B. Don't tell me you don't have any notes on this. Naomi's mom was unique, Rim. One of a kind. One of a kind. <laughs> One of a kind. What was I didn't know what was going on at any point. Why were they doing the hula hoops? Can you answer that first? Hula hoops were the most normal thing they did. I know, but it was that's very weird. That was when to he do showed a group up. hula hoop. Who has that many hula hoops? First of all, that's they a good like question. Fifteen hula hoops for the whole family. How many hula hoops do you have? We have one hula hoop, like any family. <laughs> Who's got can, more than one? We had multiple who, hula hoops. Who needs more than, unless you have kids that want to play with a hula hoop all at once, but you're not going to have more than, you're not going to have more than two or three hula hoops around in the house. I don't think you need, I don't think anyone needs more than three hula hoops. <laughs> it's impossible to make <laughs> me more hula hoops than that. Yeah. Hula hooping isn't that fun. No, so it's, you don't, t- it's fun. If you can do it good, it's fun for 10 seconds. Otherwise, it's <laughs> yeah. not fun at all. <laughs> And I can't well, do Jason it. Well, <laughs> Jason couldn't do it at all, so this wasn't fun for him. No, it wasn't. Um, but it quickly turned fun when he was informed that he was tasked with giving a eulogy for a roadkill. Naomi's mom said a dove ran into her car windshield, if I'm following the story. Her, which didn't add up. Her story correctly. didn't add up, but go ahead. Yeah. She said a dove killed itself on her windshield. She then stopped and got the dove yep. to take home so she could bury later with her daughter's new boyfriend. Is that... So, I don't know if she did the, with that intention. I think this is a woman who cleans up all her roadkill. I think that's just <laughs> something she does because when she was explaining, when she was telling the story to Jason and Naomi, Naomi, who was absolutely mortified yeah, of everything that's going on. She's like, I knew my mom was weird, but even I am very strange. This is crazy to me. She was telling them the story. And then one of the kids blurts out, it's in the freezer. And she was like, oh, she put the <laughs> hand over the kid's mouth. Like, oh, you weren't supposed to like... They weren't supposed to know we still have it. So once the cat was out, then the kid ran in and got it. And literally, the, once the dove was out of the bag, she was just like, you want to do a funeral? So I don't think it was, strangely, I don't okay. think this was planned. <laughs> but it was really something. So that he gave he gave the eulogy for a dove. He was laughing like this is a joke, but... Nothing. It wasn't joke. <laughs> it wasn't no jokes. Joke. Naomi's mom. And then they went inside. Their conversation 
was about mostly about reincarnation and how Naomi's mom believes this is she's on her third or fourth life now and she's reconnecting with all these people she met in a past life. One of these people is Jason, who at some point was a mom at some in a past life. Mm-hmm. So that's what their conversation was about. So you can imagine Naomi did not gain ground here. <laughs> I don't think. It was um, very strange. Very strange. What do you, if you're Naomi, what do you do? Do you think there's any, she needs to like halfway through this date, like, okay, mom, for real, enough. <laughs> this is too much right now. <laughs> she didn't do that. She just let it all play out and looked at Jason like, can you believe these people? <laughs> she did not try to nip it in the bud in any way, but it was it was very entertaining. Highlight of the season. Highlight of the season, easily. All right, let's take a quick break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What do you got in Jillian? This is where things really picked up on the GOAT episode. The hot dog woman from Canada. This girl seems great. Yep. Energy was off the charts, Rim. Am I... Fu- was that... Is that pretty much Jillian? Energy was off the charts. Relaxed nature. She seems great. Everything about her. Great. Seems cool. Makes me want to go back and watch her season. I wonder if she'll get one. A goat episode. Okay. Yeah, a goat episode. So I forgot that she was a bachelorette. I had no idea when I saw... When I first... Yeah. saw her i would just wrote down these comments like that her energy was great before i realized that she was actually a bachelorette she is from she was from way up north british columbia i think like is that kind of the what stopped her from no no because her, she moved down south it's actually not that far from where jason lived in seattle washington state so they were not they did not live that far apart but she's originally from way up north okay head over heels for him they had a real steamy date in a hot tub on their overnight date she actually asked him for the fantasy suite card like they were doing the platitudes and like i'm really getting blah blah, blah. and she's mm-hmm. like so you got something for me <laughs> she <laughs> said that to him <laughs> she actually had kind of a two-day hometown in this place called Kelowna, british columbia it was strange because they had like a day in her hometown and then a date that night where she revealed some sensitive family information and then he met the parents the next day. Usually the hometowns are just one day. Interesting. Hmm. I don't, nothing came of it. She was eliminated immediately thereafter, but still something to note. That seems unfair. I would consider it unfair. Yes. Okay. Good. We're on the same page. Anything else about Jillian? Uh, she was eliminated third, head held high. She said she was in love with him. 
And Jason said that he thought their lives were were too different. What did he mean by that? I think that was his go-to soften the blow code word excuse for saying, I don't think you're ready to be Ty's mom. Oh, okay. But I don't, it's not as if Jillian was, you know, at the clubs every night and Immature, just wasn't, yeah. yeah, no, she wasn't at all. None of the, you know, top five or six were like it that. It seemed like he had a lot of great options and they all loved him. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. three or four <laughs> said they loved him, right? It sounds like. I think, uh, yeah, probably three or four. Yeah. And, and none of them too early either. It was at an appropriate time, I'd say. When she got let go, she told a story about how she had a dream about, you know, a, a, taking a nap with Jason in the sun and like how she could be a great mom or, or whatever. Um, that was a little weird and he didn't know how to react to it either. He was just like, okay. And then <laughs> yeah, opened the car door later. for it. <laughs> it was, well, okay. Uh, talk, right. talk huh. to you later. How about that? <laughs> anyway, an interesting dream. Okay. Cabs are here. <laughs> Still letting you go. It, that dream had no like big takeaway that was like, oh, maybe I should reconsider. It was just like, oh. You just <laughs> dreamed right. about it. When she said She that, hadn't met Ty at that point. When I heard her say say that. I thought, oh, maybe he's going to, maybe this is like a situation here where he's going to, he's going to think twice about this and maybe let her stay or something. But nope, it was just, nope, nothing. He was not that great at the breakups. As good of a guy he was, he was kind of stilted with the breakups and he could have cut the cord a little. Sure. You know, when the scissors are dull and it's like taking you a few to get through the thing, he's like that. And you're like trying to get that last bit. It's just like, snap it off. You know, <laughs> let's get, let's move on. Keep it moving. Yeah. Hey, we didn't talk about with Jillian. She mentioned Robin Thicke being on a date. Is that true? Yes, Robin Thicke was on a date. That's a huge guess. At the time? At the time. Wow. Yes. 2009, I believe. Yeah. Big. In Las Vegas, private. It was wow. big. We would have went bananas if we were doing a podcast at that time and Robin Thicke was there. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I this might have been at the tail end because when was that one? He had that one song. He had that jam that, that he got sued for. It was, uh, no, it was no, with no. Pharrell. Well, he, here's the thing about Robin Thicke, Rim. He's had two come-ups. He had one early. A and absolute, he had the long hair. He had a jam early. And he had the long hair. And then yeah. he had the one with... That's a jam. That's a jam. So he had that one. And then he had... Oh, it's Blurred Lines. That's the one. That's the other one. Blurred then Lines blurred is the one lines, we're thinking of. Which ruined his marriage, I believe. Literally the shooting of the video ruined his marriage. <laughs> blurred Lines wasn't until 2013. Yeah, I was. that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was his first come up. Yeah. Anyway, bad episode so far. Her Zoom segment. Jillian, the Zoom was great, too. She just, the energy from her, I loved it. So she hosts a lot of HGTV yeah, I saw that. stuff also, which I, again, not familiar with. A lot of, I think, Love It or List at Vancouver. Yeah. So she's, she, she's an entertainer. Melissa segment. Anything on her? I got a lot of blue notes here. Not many black notes. What do blue notes mean? Blue notes are things I added from my... Let me just explain something here. <laughs> I watch the season. I take <laughs> notes. Okay? It's a lot of notes from a whole season. Then I watch the goat. I take notes. Then I go back to the the season notes and sprinkle in blue notes to the goat episode. Those are the tidbit notes. 
And those that is your final notes that you use for the episode. The mixture of black and blue notes. Yes. Yes. Black and blue, the great I'm with Backstreet you. Boys album. Yeah. So blue notes are stuff that <laughs> they didn't talk about. <laughs> you're damn right about that (laughs) blue notes are like stuff they might not have talked about so i got a lot of blue notes here what do you have on melissa uh it seemed like she was the first one that got to come meet the sun she was a dallas Tech or dallas cowboys cheerleader if i'm remembering her correctly she seemed like a clear-cut favorite when i saw him uh letting her see his son so what did you think about that he was sleeping and she, he was like, you want to go look at him? You know, it's that's a little strange. <laughs> I don't... You're the dad here. I don't know. I... I don't understand. I didn't understand it, I guess. It was clearly meant as like a, a big gesture, though, right? Sure, yeah, but yeah. that wouldn't ever cross my mind to, hey, let, let me let her see him, but not interact with him. So that was... He obviously had thought it through and thought, I want her to know that she's important to me and she can see my son, but right now I'm not ready for anyone to actually meet him, right? Yeah, that's what it was. So it was a big gesture for sure, but the payoff is like, he's sleeping, the lights are off. He's, I think he was like turned away. Can't it wasn't see him. out of a movie where you could see him kind of <laughs> yeah. like resting with his whole face in view. He was like, you know, under the covers and you know how people sleep and kids especially just kids all are wrapped in crazy room. You can't see anything. All over the place. Yeah. So I was a little, she pretended like it was the most amazing thing to see him, but I was like, really? It was just, you just saw like a pile of blankets in the dark. Saw a silhouette. Saw. <laughs> yeah. If that. The context for that is she got a one-on-one date. This They were in Seattle before they went to hometowns. Were they at his home? Yeah, he was reading to Ty. He has a houseboat. It was very sleepless. Everything about this was sleepless in Seattle, and they wanted you to know that. This was on a houseboat? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, he was on a house. He lived on a houseboat. It was fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and he was reading to Ty, and he was like, all right, I got to get ready for my date. And he was just being, you know, Ty's being, you know, freaking kid. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, dad, you're not going. He's like, oh, okay, I won't go. So he called, which, by the way, just go like you have a babysitter lined up just get out of in my opinion go on the date you're on the bachelor <laughs> fulfill your contract but he called melissa he was like just come here which is topsy-turvy that's good news good for news. melissa yeah. so she comes hangs out he puts ty to bed it takes like 45 minutes then he goes downstairs they drink wine he's like hey you want to go see ty that's weird it's weird like I'm a sorry. You know, model train set in the basement <laughs> yeah. like, go see <laughs> and that was it Anything else on Melissa? Because I got one more tidbit. It seemed like they, maybe it was just from her, but it seemed like they were doing more normal dates. Like she, from what I saw, she got to go to just his house. And then they also did like a putt-putt date. That was. And then someone else earlier, I saw just regular golfing, like playing around 18. So that was Molly. That was Molly's hometown. The putt-putt date you saw was in New Zealand. That was part of their final date together. Okay. Melissa's first, very first date, which was on the beach, they went in the Goodyear blimp. Okay. So it wasn't all Normal jokes. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They showed a lot of the normal stuff. There was definitely more normal stuff on this season because yeah, half the time he had a kid with him. Mm-hmm. Now, was he ever at the mansion? Like, Emily Maynard wasn't at the mansion, right? Was he... Well, no. They filmed Emily Maynard's in Charlotte. Yeah, that's they what were I was at the mansion if... a normal amount of time. No. Okay. 
listen, Melissa had a bad hometown and here's why. Her parents did not want to participate. So they went to her friend's, her married friend's house and hung out there. We didn't even meet the parents. Didn't even meet the parents at any point. Now, one could argue that by not participating, they were the most normal of the parents. (laughs) (laughs) But on the show, it's like, oh, what's what's the problem? Why don't they want to do this? I can't. uh, I feel like a normal parent would begrudgingly go through with this. Like (laughs) a non-normal parent, like is someone that's going to completely shut this out. It's something your daughter wants to do and is doing. It's like, get on board with yeah. it at that point. So I don't know that that's normal. I, I, my guess is they just didn't realize how, like they probably just weren't familiar with the show and didn't realize that at no that excuse. point, she's got a good chance of being engaged. I don't think they realized how serious it was. Probably. So it was a bad hometown. It was bad for Jay from Jason's perspective of who am I going to marry? It was a big hurdle. That's understandable. Okay, Molly segment. Oh, one thing I want to mention about Melissa. She was young. Both Molly and Melissa were, I think, 24, 25 mm-hmm. range. Melissa was fabulous with Ty. You know, some people, a lot of adults, it's hard to make a connection quick with a random four-year-old. Yeah. Melissa was good. Molly at a big disadvantage in that regard because when they were meeting the kid, Molly met him next. So he's kind of like, where's Melissa? You know, I've I already met Melissa with- and Melissa was great. Exactly. Yeah. So Molly had a tougher time with that. But anything on Molly overall, it'd be her storyline. No, she seemed head over heels with with Jason. That's what I wrote down here. Um, Just another one. Add one to the list. One. Everyone was falling for this guy and falling for him hard. She seemed great. All the girls seemed great. Melissa, Molly, Jillian. Whoever I'm missing, they all seemed great. No, was there no drama at the you know at the last half of the season because we didn't have they didn't show like any villains the whole episode. Now that I'm thinking of it, no, there weren't a lot of villains. There was not much intra house drama. Everyone got along, especially because Stephanie was kind of a calming, uniting presence. Stephanie, the one with the kid, I can see that from Stephanie. Yeah, where were we, Molly? Um. Did you catch this, A.B.? Their first one-on-one date was at Jason's house, the bachelor pad. Hold up. Jason has a house and a, a houseboat? He doesn't own the house in Los Angeles. This oh, is okay, in Los okay. Angeles. This, this is, the is bachelor where he pad. stayed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying he had like a mansion <laughs> no. in Seattle and then also a house. <laughs> no, big no, ball no, and no, houseboat. no. What is, isn't he like a realtor? He is now. He's a real estate agent. I think it was that okay. too, actually. But Yes. Uh, anyway, the bachelor pad where the leads stay, where Allie stayed. Yes, I'm with you. I'm following you now. Okay. And so, the kids stayed presumably at times or no? For just for a couple of days, just for the first couple of days. Okay. Their first date with Molly, they went outside, hung out in his, I think she like, he let her borrow some like basketball shorts and a t-shirt to go hang out outside. And they sat by this tent and then they slept overnight in a tent on the first date. Molly too? Yeah, it was just. What do you mean, Molly? Too. It was just <laughs> Jason and Molly. The so kid was overnight. There. What are you in a talking? Tent? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying Jason Molly and too. his son and the brother. No. Maybe I don't know. No, it was Jason and That's Molly. Not fair an That's, not fair. That's, That's not, not fair either. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Now to hear them tell it, there it was only three hours between filming and when she had to be back the next morning. 
That's a lot of time. Still. That's unfair. It was an yeah. overnight date. So she got dropped wow. off at the bachelor mansion. Same clothes. When the sun was up in his clothes. His clothes? Yes, his basketball shorts and t-shirt. Wow. How did that work? And out? it didn't, nothing didn't, came of nobody it. Nobody cared? They were like, oh. It was like, well, it's you know, there's a little bit of looks, but there was no like, you how know, dare you? Nobody's throwing rocks at her in the driveway. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> oh, that sucks for me, I guess, but. Um, and then the last segment I have here is that, like I said, big disadvantage in meeting Ty second, but yeah. I think it worked out. And then the time with the family went pretty well. Okay, let's get to the real meat of the show. The proposal day. What did you think of this, A.B.? Turning down Molly and proposing to Melissa. I suppose you weren't going into it thinking, wow, I can't believe he's turning down because you didn't see this. You know, all you've seen is this goat episode, which has no, doesn't have nearly enough context. Yeah, I didn't know anything. It just seemed normal. For the whole time, it seemed normal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He turned down Molly. I've, I've. Even watching the season, I thought Molly's probably more ready to it? be. I was a little surprised. I obviously I knew it was going to happen, but I was surprised by it because I thought Molly was more the different. They're both great. The difference was I think Molly was more ready to be a mom right away. Melissa wanted to be a teacher of kids, you know, about that age, maybe a little older. So that's not. I, I Molly seemed more determined and ready to be a mom right away, and that's it's a big ask. Of course, not everyone's going to be ready for that. The big takeaway from turning down Molly was that he was more bent out of shape than she was. She just kept talking about he was he was going to regret it. It was she was like she she was was just letting him know like, (laughs) okay, I hear you, (laughs) I I hear you, Jason. But just to be clear, you are going to be regretting this. And she didn't even say like. it won't be an option later. She was just like, you're going to regret, you're making a mistake. Maybe you can fix it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can fix it later. I don't know. It wasn't, she. the way she said it, it wasn't an opinion. It was like, well, here's a no, fact. A you're, fact. This was wrong. <laughs> and the, you're going to regret it. The thing it. I know <laughs> is you're making a bad decision and I hope somehow your your life is, doesn't, isn't ruined because of this decision. <laughs> Well, see, though, good luck. And then he obviously he lost it on the well, yeah. Balcony. When someone tells you you're making that, when you when you already aren't one hundred percent sure about a decision, and then that's the response they give you, letting you know you're making the wrong decision. But you can't your go back on it. Gonna in be the good. Moment. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's already thinking he's made the wrong decision at some point. And then he proposed to Melissa. Jumped in the pool with fully clothed with Ty. I've never seen someone explode with excitement like Melissa did. She exploded with. She couldn't even let him finish. After the final rose, be like you said, absolutely riveting television. I watched all of this. There were two after the final roses. The first one was where Jason talked to Chris, and then Melissa came out. He broke it off with her, which was incredible to watch. And then she left. They whisked her off in a limo. And then Molly came in, having not known any of what transpired. And then Jason said, hey, I'm still in love with you. Let's get back together. She was shocked. It was amazing TV. That was the first one. And then they had a second. They filmed that six weeks after filming of the show ended, but didn't air it until six weeks later on After the Final Rose. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. So- 
by the time this finale and then after the final rose ended, Molly and Jason had been together for six weeks. So they had a second after the final rose with a live audience. Oh, they didn't show that. Okay. See, I just thought this was this part of the season where the uh, part of the show where they didn't have audiences because you had mentioned that with another season. No, Chris made a big statement before. This is why we're not having okay. an audience. Yeah. Um, okay. Any comments on this, AB? Yeah, a couple questions. One, when he's talking to Melissa um, and breaking up with her, like Chris is there at the beginning, but then when he breaks up with Chris at some point skedaddles <laughs> out, of, like, yeah. out yeah. of the awkward situation and he's no longer there at the end. I don't know where he went or how he got out of the scene. <laughs> Great observation. Okay. How did he do that? Why Chris did he was do there that? When they broke, it was great, and it needed to be done. Like I said, this was flawlessly produced. <laughs> he says, "Chris, Molly comes out, and Chris is like, dang, Melissa. like, how's it going, Molly? Like, she doesn't no, know Melissa, what's going right? to happen. Melissa, excuse me, Melissa yeah, comes Melissa. out. She allegedly doesn't know what's going to happen. Obviously, they've been having problems. There's no audience. They're filming this six weeks before the finale airs. She probably knows something's up." Jason breaks up with her. They talk about it for a little bit. And then Chris goes, all right, well, I'm going to leave you two here. (laughs) (laughs) He gets up and walks out of the studio. They didn't show that part. They just just... like start fighting. (laughs) She's livid, obviously, and with great reason. But that's how they got that. Because Molly kind of kept it. Kept it cool while Chris was there. Yeah, while Chris was there. Wow, great move by Chris. Yeah. And it kind of gives the illusion that like we're off air. They're not, obviously. No. So yeah. that's when she laid into Jason. She amazing. actually seemed surprised, right? Am I crazy? So Do you think she knew this was coming? I think she had no idea. That but it was every, coming? People tell me, they say that articles said that like she knew they or they'd broken, broken up, up previously. She seemed like she didn't know it was coming. Her story... I mean, even on the Zoom call after, her story has stayed consistent from what I've seen, and it lines up with how she reacted. She was genuinely pissed. Why would she do that otherwise? So I think they'd obviously been having problems. I don't think she expected him to say, we're done in that setting, and I don't think she expected him to say, it's because of Molly. Yeah. Because he had previously denied that. (laughs) So for him to say both of those things on the show, uh, yeah, fly off the handle as you wish. I think I don't think she knew it was coming. Did he come off as bad as I've always heard about Jason being one of the worst, it, like one of the worst endings. Yeah. You know, Ari level or who? Yeah. Ari's the one who broke Ari. up with Becca. Yeah. Ari level type of, you know, ending there where everyone hates his guts. Is that... The vibe you picked up, you obviously already knew that that was yeah. how people thought about him. But when you watched, if if you just were watching that season, did you would you have been as mad? Say you knew nothing. Would do you think Rim and AB would have ripped this guy to shreds the next day? God, great question. Or would, we would have been pro Jason. No, we would we would have ripped him to shreds. We would have I. I probably would have focused more on how incredible of television it was. That's what it was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> it was worth the three hours of the goat yeah. episode it was <laughs> yeah. for just that 30 minute segment. Yeah, it was incredible. I think he, he seemed to know that what he was doing was horrible and 
understanding at least while he's talking to Melissa, that this is like the worst thing I've ever done to somebody. Ari, on the other hand, was kind of like, he didn't seem to get how big of a deal yeah. what he was doing was. <laughs> true, true. And that I think is a little worse, but go ahead. Um, What was I going to say? I will say another thing about uh, the biggest thing with Jason is I just can't believe he agreed to do this. That's what, that, okay, that, you know, remind me of my, what I was going to ask you there. Why did he do this? Instead of just not and breaking up with her later, <laughs> not doing it. What incentive did he have to do it on TV? I'm so confused by this. Did they pay him? They had to have paid him something. There had to be some reason he wanted to break up with her on national television and then go with Molly. There had to be some incentive there. There's no reason for him to do it on TV if there was not. Had you to know, be something. Had to be some monetary reason that he decided to do this. They think of offered that, him something they had to. But why, why would he break up with her? He could just not do it on, on television. <laughs> That's what I thought. I don't know. The, people try to explain it away with like, oh, ABC made him. No, they, they can't put make him do anything. They, ha- they would have had to him pay him that. something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, a I don't ra- know. maybe they still got the ring for Molly. Oh, that might be it. That could be it. But they, I don't know. He Something. didn't propose to Molly on the spot. That was yeah. But they could still get away. you know you can yeah. still have the Neil Lang ring, whatever. That's probably true. There had to be some reason for him to want to go th- put himself through that. You know, you're going to be public enemy number one, pilloried, yeah, because of doing that. So eh, that's what stood out to me. Why did you do this? <laughs> why that was? Why did you? Why did you decide did you do to do this? You can give him all the credit for like saying like I'm sorry, you know this is terrible. I'm a scumbag for doing. This. But you didn't you, have to. The alternative you, is to do that not on camera and live yeah. your life and be a likable person. But he chose to not. Very surprising move from a mature adult bachelor. A dad. No, that's why I know there was something <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes that made that you know incentivized him to do that. They bought him a house. They had to buy him a house or something. Something. Another houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move along. Uh, Molly on after the final rose. So then after, excuse me, we skipped the Melissa Zoom. Do you have anything on the Melissa Zoom? She said she didn't know what to expect. She kind of, like we said, she didn't, I don't think she expected what happened. And I don't know why she'd still be lying about that if that no. was a lie. No. You know, she's moved on. She has ki- three kids. Uh, great life. There's no reason for her to still lie about yeah. being blindsided by Jason. I think both Melissa and Molly posted Instagram posts very complimentary of one another. I don't think they're pals, but there's no hard feelings. They're yeah, both married I mean, with multiple children what at this do you point. Care? Ten years what does anyone care about that old yeah. drama? I'm sure in the moment, in the moment, Melissa hated Molly's guts, I imagine, for good reason. Uh, yeah. Probably. I mean, you hate Jason more, obviously. It, yeah. It, the other thing is, it's just it's just not comparable to any normal situation in real life. No one comes down to deciding between two people to marry, and it's like 51%, 49%. Yeah. And then, you know, people are like, I can't believe he went back to Molly. Well, it's like, he was almost going to marry Molly, too. It's not like yeah. this is just some stranger. It's not out of nowhere. You know what it's I mean? Not this is not nowhere. out of nowhere. Yeah. They were, these two were neck and neck for his... You know his hand in marriage. It's it's just I mean, not it's very understandable how it would happen. I'm it's not... happened at least three times now with guys yeah. alone. So, yep. <laughs> but still, yeah. Uh, okay, Molly on after the final rose. She had no idea. 
the look on her face was ext- genuine shock She's dumbfounded Rim. and confusion. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, happily ever after, they rode off into the sunset. They had a wedding. I watched the whole wedding. Oh, you watched the wedding. How was it? So, uh, the wedding was, it was raining, not entertaining right? whatsoever. It was pouring <laughs> rain. You you have hyped up these weddings to me. I've hyped I up think, the weddings. Listen, it was yeah. raining, Rim. Here's why it wasn't entertaining. It was a commercial for 30 wedding companies. It was... Oh, and oh. the chairs were provided. It was only a commercial. And I think... That's lame. If you go back and watch the weddings that you... I think if you watch JP and Ashley's wedding, you'll probably, probably be like, suck. damn, this is just a commercial for probably all this. suck. Okay. But back then, it wasn't... The viewer wasn't as conditioned to that. Or the viewer, sure. I guess, didn't realize what was going on. But yeah, it was just a freaking commercial. It was fine. Um, a couple notes from the wedding. Everybody from Bachelor Nation was there, including people who, had, who were not friends with Molly and Jason, obviously. We had like Charlie O'Connell there with his... Of course. And then Chris did a great job at this wedding. He was literally a sideline reporter, like I, the like reporting <laughs> on the weather and stuff, interviewing people coming down the red carpet. It was awesome. And then, uh, and then Chris gave it. Sounds at the like reception. he enjoyed the wedding room. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the, at the reception, Chris introduced. Chris gave it like a little speech at the reception. <laughs> introduced a musical artist. I forgot who it was. It was it was somebody we would wow. recognize who played it the song. But it was it reminded me of when Michael Scott gave a speech at Phyllis's wedding. Yeah. It was one of the weddings. It was like, dude, nobody wants you to talk. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Jason and Molly Zoom. Deanna was no. at the wedding also. Just a weird ha- cut thing. Go ahead. <laughs> it was a happily ever after. It's a good story in Bachelor Nation besides the the ending of yeah. the actual season. The rest of it is a success. Two people found love on The Bachelor and are, have a family. That's what we're looking for, folks. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, they took a different path than you wanted. All this time, people have said only one person, only Sean has ended up with his final choice. No other Bachelors are married or with their final choice. And I'm like, oh, man, what a terrible tracker. I count this. No, you got to count this. You got to count it. I count this. This relationship it. formed while the season was airing. That You're talking counts. about bachelor success stories. It's people that formed a relationship and are, it's a successful relationship to this day. That's a successful bachelor okay, relationship. Okay, but what about Ari and Lauren then? Do our, I don't count Ari and Lauren. Oh, I count them. Yeah, hell yeah. Nope. Two people found you. Just because you don't like how they got there, Rim, these people no, met I'm, I'm on about The timing. Bachelor. No, <laughs> no, you can't. You can't because you, you don't be like Ari and Lauren. You moved in by the time the finale airs. That's what my requirement is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ari and Lauren count too. Yeah. And Jason and Molly count, period. These people formed relationships on The Bachelor. They made a wrong decision, and then they rectified that and ended up with that person forever what about after. Peter that's and Kelly success. what about Peter and you can't count Peter and Kelly it's his third choice oh man I don't think they've built that bond on the Ooh. show so I do not count it <laughs> oh great point. okay the, you're you're judging when it's, the bond was built the bond has to happen you can't it can't be like <laughs> you know 10 years later um yeah which it was you know yeah. someone meets Ben Higgins and I don't even remember who was on that season. Was Amanda, Amanda Stanton? Stanton? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So we'll Ben and Amanda Stanton get married ten years from now. That does not count as a successful bachelor. Okay. The rules are in place. This more I just out. made the rules. <laughs> I just made the rules, and they're set in stone. I think that <laughs> and I'm passionate about out. them. I listen. I count the these two as a. 
I put them uh, ju- almost with Sean and Catherine in terms of bachelor couples with bachelor leads. I wouldn't. They've been married for ten years and they got a bunch of kids. I wouldn't put it at the top because there was no, 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 no. That's crazy. No, they're they're yeah, but they're they count for sure. They count. Okay. Um. Do you want to talk about was this where Chris tried to hook up Ty and I mean I think people want us to acknowledge the fact that Chris is trying to do junior high bachelor matchmaking high school bachelor I'd be matchmaking. Absolutely mortifying for the kids involved. Uh, the long-term damage on their psyche he was is trying to get unknown at this point. Tie on to camera. Jason wouldn't allow it. Okay, that's what happened. <laughs> Jason He's said he was playing, He's playing a video game. It's like, okay, well, if you wanted him on, he could be on. <laughs> then it sounds like he's doing nothing. <laughs> he's doing nothing. <laughs> he's playing video um, games. I read somewhere that Jason and his ex-wife agreed. Oh, it was at the wedding. Jason said at the wedding to Molly that Jason and his ex-wife agreed that Ty wasn't going to be on the show anymore, which is like, that's fine. It's a little late. He did a whole, he was like the star of a whole season, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a little late. So I guess they continued that to this day. Anyway. Okay. Not much else on that zoom. They're happily married, happily ever after one of the great couples and Remini B count them uh, next time. Yeah. What do we got next? It's a Nick Vile extravaganza. So we are trudging across the finish line to this GOAT series. Wait, how many are there? How many more? Do you have any idea? Two. Two Two more. more. Yeah, hopefully. And I don't think... I can't find it on the schedule anywhere. It's not on the, the guide on the TV. At the risk of dating myself, it's not in the TV guide. So that's coming up next. And that'll be like Caitlin's season... Yeah. The other season he was on, his own season. He'll probably be on Zoom for a half hour. Who knows? No, he'll be there the whole time, I'm sure. Yeah. Speaking of Zoom, I want to retract my conspiracy theory about Chris. I think he's doing those. I think my- there's a camera off camera. I think he's talking to the people. I think I, I don't think the Zoom conversations are all pre-recorded. I don't think they're all pre-recorded anymore. I'm going to retract that. <laughs> why? I don't think that needed to be retracted, but why I want to be on the right side that? of history. I want to be on the right side because <laughs> in recent episodes, I've noticed him. Okay, so I'm looking at you right here, AB, and pretend yeah. this is the TV. This is the TV that he's looking at, okay? He he looks off to the side and like makes an... He's been making an effort. Take from this what you will. <laughs> He's been making an effort to make it seem like there's a camera over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't. He's he's like, hey, okay, yeah. Didn't need to be said, but I I, <laughs> I just want to be on the right side of history. Okay, it's an important okay. thing. <laughs> of all the things on this show to be on the right side of history about Chris not being Chris being live on Zoom is one of them. Uh, let's quickly do the mailbag. Uh, spoiler alert. If you are didn't hear the news about the upcoming season of The Bachelor and don't want to hear it, skip ahead. Look for the timestamp because a couple of things that we we're talking about in 10 seconds are in reference to that. So here we go. Last week's question was vaguely, what are your thoughts on the upcoming season of The Bachelorette? This is Megan from Mich- Michigan. I'm loving all the crazy news about the upcoming Bachelorette. I was excited for Claire, but even more excited to get Claire and Tasha. 
This shakeup is great for everyone, including Claire, Tasha, the producers, me, and Rim and AB. No downside for anyone. That's a, that's a fact. This is a good news for everyone. I'm so here for a win-win-win when so much is so stressful. Also, yay diversity. Claire picks a black F1. Tasha is the second black female lead. Just happy to indulge in a little positivity when the real world is icky. Thank you, Megan from Michigan. Any comment, AB? No, well said. 808 area code. Yes, I'm excited for the season now for many reasons. A, Claire quit BIP two and winter games so i'm not surprised she's not continuing her part of the deal Ooh, a little, little shot at yeah, claire <laughs> i thought she was oh here it gets worse 808 area code says i thought she was kind of whiny and now it will only be for her half of the it will only be her for half of a season b so that was reason one b I would bet money that she's already engaged and they are trying to put together a COVID wedding as a B storyline for the season finale. Chris Harrison is ordained after all. My prediction, finale night one, Claire's wedding, finale night two, Tasha's engagement. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Julia from Los Angeles. AB, I disagree about Allie. Her season was awesome. And I rank her breakup with Frank in the top five all-time bachelor bachelor breakups, which are. Do you want me to start at five or one? Five. Okay. Well, unfortunately, the way she wrote five is references things that occurred earlier. So, but I'll do it anyway. Fifth is tough <laughs> because there's a lot of contenders far below these top four, which I haven't named yet. I'll go with Hannah B and Luke P because girl power. That was a good. That was a good one. Number four, Allie and Frank. Again, because Frank was clearly her first choice, though I agree Roberto is fire. Three, Desiree and Brooks, her actual true love. Poor Chris. I think she told Brooks she was just pretending on the other dates and only wanted to be with him. Number two, Brad and Deanna at After the Final Rose when she thought he would take her back. People don't talk about that enough. She said, do you just want to like date? And he was like, can't do it. And number one... <laughs> Jason and Melissa Rycroft. <laughs> Cannot do it. Thank you, Julia, from Melissa. Sorry, can't do it. I don't <laughs> love you enough. I don't know. <laughs> Kayla from Seattle. Back in the day, I thought Brad Womack was a total douchebag. But after watching the GOAT episode, I was left thinking he was a total sweetheart. Oh, I think wow. part of the problem is that way back then, my bar for bachelors was way too high. And today, my bar is way too low. Can you imagine seeing Emily tell her story to Juan Pablo? He would have been like, eh, it's okay. Brad was compassionate, kind, respected the women, was the first person in Bachelor Nation to normalize therapy, and A.B., watching him interact with Ricky made me misty-eyed too. If anything, I am now mad at the franchise for vilifying him the way he, they did. They must have had me brainwashed. I think his second season was one of the best of all time. Minus the lack of diversity, and I would watch the hell out of a 50-year-old third season of Brad. I would too, Kayla. Agreed. Uh, 501 Area Code, I'm concerned about your perspective towards Fixer Upper. Fabulous show. Please elaborate. Okay, let me be clear. I love Fixer Upper. <laughs> let me be very, very clear. Concerned. Let me, let, read my lips. I love Fixer Upper. The final season of Fixer Upper was a joke was a complete <laughs> joke didn't and you okay didn't you say that they were just fixing up like friends houses and stuff yes, by the end yes 
the final season, half the episodes were like, like pseudo celebrity friend clients. Uh, one time they did a, a condo, a loft condo, fixer upper, did a brand new loft condo and just furnished it. What a terrible episode that was. And then one time they just did their garden in their own backyard. Okay. All right. And then the worst one of all, fixer upper ended like two years ago. I remember these like they were yesterday. The worst one of all was when Joe's sister was looking for a house in Waco. Okay. And okay. then and then they pretended like Chip and Joe like saw this house that they thought might be good for them. Then they fixed it up and then they were like, "Oh, sh- should we see if my sister wants this?" And then the <laughs> sister was like, "Yeah, I love what you did with it. I'll buy it." It's like, obviously this all occurred before they started they bought the house and fixed it up. Don't play me for a fool fixer upper. And the worst thing about the last season of Fixer Upper in my top 4 power rankings was the fact <laughs> that they didn't have any Fixer Upper is the biggest show in HGTV history if I were to venture a guess. They didn't have any special finale, anything. They didn't have any after the anything. No closure. They just had the final episode and that was it. Wow. Fixer Upper was a juggernaut. And they just pretended like, "No. Eh, incredible." Chip and Joe, on the by the way, are sh- big news in Fixer Upper Nation. <laughs> Chip and Joe There's are not a Fixer Upper Nation. Of course, there is. That show got more, literally, more viewers than The Bachelor. I'm not kidding. I know. Fixer but Up. Th- are they still out there? It's big news. The- AP. They've they're starting their own channel. Chip and Joe are going to be billionaires. Honestly, oh, no. they're going to be billionaires. Yeah, I don't doubt that. They're in all the. They're in Target and all the other stuff now. Yeah. Well, they're getting their own. The big money's in media. They get a whole section in every Target, from what I can understand. A full section. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's anything that is in Target is probably Chip and Joe at this point. (laughs) They're starting a Magnolia Network, which has been news for a while. But I think last week they announced they're bringing back Fixer Upper on the Magnolia Network. Of course you are. You when you bring out a new channel or a streaming service or something like that, you need. You got to reboot a headliner. You need like a you, what's the show on Disney Mandalorian. You need Mandalorian, some, yep. you need to have something big to come out with it. So you get the people to start watching your other stuff and get drawn in. Everyone knows that streaming one on one streaming one on one. Everyone knows. That. I was a little offended. Uh, they both said we're like, we didn't really consider this until like a week ago. It's like this has been the yeah, plan since on, you left uh, HGTV. Don't play. I don't like being played for a fool. <laughs> You're getting played. <laughs> I'm getting played. Anyway, so I'm excited for that. I think you answered that question sufficiently. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> it was a seven-word question. <laughs> I went off. Ten-minute monologue about fixer-upper? I think that will well, take care of it. Well, I don't want it. people to think I'm anti-fixer-upper. <laughs> I'm anti-last season. Listen, I know you're not anti-fixer-upper, but I do I. also remember you were very upset about the last season. I remember that. It was a joke. Uh, do you have a headline of the week? I do. Yeah, this is a teaser. This, you want a teaser, Rim? Yeah, I do. This is from Cosmo. You know I love Cosmo <laughs> headlines. Cosmo.com. Cosmopolitan.com. I, I have a Cosmo okay. headline. Listen, the, the headlines stick out more than any other headlines. Cosmo knows what they're doing out here. That makes a difference, yeah. There's a theory that ABC is secretly filming Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor Pad. <laughs> Okay. Did you read? So, so what's okay. the meat of the article? They're not. <laughs> they're not. They're not. No. So, if you heard this rumor, they're not secretly recording anything. Nothing happening. Nothing's going on, Rim. 
nothing. That's that's the Where article. Where smoke, there is not fire. Yeah, that is the article. I clicked that. I, when I saw that headline, I'm like, headline we of the week. Let's go. Let's go. Bamboozled. <laughs> Let's go. Headline of the week. We're getting Bachelor in Paradise. Nope, nothing going on. It was a. It was an article to say that there's nothing going on. Click. <laughs> I clicked. <laughs> Clickbait. They got me. There's a theory. Um, <laughs> I don't have a headline, but I have a rumor. That's been buzzing up, burning up Bachelor Nation. Now, I, we, we stay out of a lot of stuff because it's hard to avoid spoilers. I am scared to go on the Rosecast Explore tab in our Instagram because I'm going to see something that will spoil it. But we talked about this recently. Becca and Garrett are rumored to have broken up, AB. Oh, I was going to mention that, Rim. Yeah. A week after you said, you know, their timeline was coming up for the ring. To have to give that ring back. Yep. Is it not? I thought that was known. I thought that was well official. It's, Is it's it not being official? Reported more officially now. E News, I believe, was one of the first ones to report it. Becca herself commented on E News's Instagram and was like, "LOL at your sources." She didn't really deny it, but she was like, "You guys don't know what you're talking about." That type of thing. But and here's the biggest mm. evidence so far. Garrett deleted an Instagram highlight of her, which is just highlights Ooh. of Becca. Deleted. Okay. So okay. confirmed. <laughs> 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 confirmed. Anything else, AB? No, I don't think so. Love Island's supposed to come back. Oh, uh, August 24th. Been, I'll tell you what, Rim. You what? People have been. I'll tell you. Uh, I was going to tell you something. I yeah. forgot. People have been begging <laughs> us to watch. I don't know about you, but me. In particular, to watch Big Brother. Listen, New season I, just started last week. I'm watching Rim. I'm all in. <laughs> You're so if you want to talk, <laughs> if you want to talk Big Brother, hit me up. Okay, wow. I'm in. I'm okay. in. It's great. You should be in. There's only been three episodes so far. I'll watch it. Don't. There's don't only been three. Like a fool. I've said that I know I would love Big Brother. <laughs> I just know it's an obscene time commitment. I've had That's long it. conversations with I don't know a handful of people. And then a bunch of other people telling me I need to watch Big Brother. I finally sat down, watched an episode, watched the second episode, which I've never gotten to. I've tried it before. I never get to the second episode. I don't know why, but now I'm I'm hooked because they got a few challenge people on this time. Oh, it's um Swaggy it's P, All-Stars. Swaggy C. No, his wife Bailey's on there. Oh, sh- I assume they're both. I thought they're packaged. Yep, you got her. You got him. You got Davon, my girl I don't like from the them, challenge. By the way. I'll say I don't like Swaggy C and Bailey. I'll say it. Oh, uh, no, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. no, no, I don't like. Especially oh, Swaggy C, no. I do not like. No, no. I do. I, I'm fine with Bailey. Uh, Davon, that's my girl. She's on there. That was enough right there. Uh, Polly, his brother, is on there who looks exactly like him. Okay. <laughs> um, there's <laughs> who else is on there from the challenge? Uh, there's I think there's one more. I can't remember, but there's enough people overlap that I watched full attention on the on Big Brother. I'm an episode behind, so no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> but you got to catch up, Rim. If you, I, three episodes so far. Uh, there was an episode last night. I think there's a new episode on Sunday, so catch up by Sunday. God, Sunday? There's Come three on. episodes a week. 
Now, here's the thing. I'm going to have to explain it to you. You need the rules explained to you by a, a big brother vet, which I someone did for me. The barrier to now entry is so high that, for this show. Now I understand. If you just try to watch Big Brother, they're going to be talking about the house vote and uh, head of the house and all this other stuff. You'll have no idea what's going on from 30 seasons of Big Brother these these people have watched. You need you need a vet to tell you. They've told me. Now I can explain it to you. Okay? Okay. So right. while you're watching, you let me know. Okay. If you have Listen, questions. Love Island. The reason I brought up Love Island is because we recapped Love Island last year on a separate podcast feed called Recoupling. I'm telling you, we're going to recap to Big Brother once you start watching this. Okay, but I just, I just don't know what we're going to do about Love Island. I really don't because... When does it come out? August 24th, next Monday. Not this Monday, but next Monday. And then it's three weeks every night. Now, what? Yes. August 24th, next Monday. Now, the problem is, that actually might no, be that's fine. that's two Mondays from now. That's what next Monday means. Next Monday doesn't mean this Monday. It's not this Monday. Excuse me? It's next Monday. Next Monday is the 24th. Are next you Monday is mind? the 17th. Are you no, nuts? No, no, you're, no, you're dead wrong about that. Are you nuts? How have we made it this far without encountering this hiccup? <laughs> next Monday is the 24th. I disagree. <laughs> I agree to disagree. I disagree. One. Here, here's the thing. Be on the lookout for that. We got to figure out what we're going to do about that. I don't know. Because it occurred during a batch of downtime last year. That might not be the case if they bring back Bachelorette mid-September. We'll see. We'll see. One last thing I want to mention, AP. Several people have e emailed or texted or whatever thinking about starting a podcast. They say, hey, I'm starting a podcast. How do you got any tips? You got any, what's, what software should I use? Blah, blah, blah. How do you guys do it? We do this remotely. Some people don't realize that we're not in the same room together. Email, if you're doing that and you got questions about gear and stuff and software, Email us at hey at com. It's harder to do it on my on the phone, mm -hmm. so don't text. Email hey at com. I got a whole, I got a big ass email. I'll send you all the shit. It's fine. Anything else, AB? No, pray for Cedar Rapids, Rim. Yeah, we'll figure out a link. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moon
Pig.com.